I've never bought an Apple product and being like, oh, I hope that was like the right choice. You yeah. know what I mean? Never. Yeah. You know when you're buying on like some shoes and you're like, oh, should I go with Hoka or whatever? And you're like, whatever, not totally sure. How's it? Hoka? That's how it's pronounced? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. own them. I just couldn't remember. Yeah, okay. Anyways. Um, not going on many runs, huh? No, no I go for <laughs> walks, Keon. Um, anyways, we're on set, dog. Slammed him. Slammed him so hard, dude. Keon's corner so, coming in hot. I'm just so frazzled right now from the slam. <laughs> Rock Nation, welcome back to episode 65 of the 505 Podcast. Huge episode. Tim Cook himself has flown in from the Caribbean to hand us these VR glasses. This is the Vision Pro first <laughs> on-set look. Dude, I can't believe we're the first ones to it's insane. have our hands on it's these. It's great to have you guys here, and I want to do the first one-handed crack from space. Nice. So Get it. We've actually taken this can into the galaxy, and that's just the first oh, nine nine. spilled Sounded everywhere. Good. Spilled well, everywhere. I didn't see it spill because I'm in space, <laughs> right. So that just went back down to earth with you regular people. (laughs) Um, So this is the version one. Chase has on the 1.1. I have the thin ones, baby. And Keon also has the 1.1. You got the airs, Yeah, I got the the vision air. Vision pro air. This is crazy. I'm literally watching game three of the NBA finals right now. But I'm also podcasting at the same time. Wow, dude. Convenient. Courtside? Yeah. yeah. No, I know you're in the nosebleeds, dude. <laughs> Even in VR, side. you can't get court Courtside. Drake's know. actually right next to me. Everyone up, was dog? everyone was complaining Six. these were so hard to get. Marquise Brownlee made that video and he's right. like, can't even get video in them. Well, yeah, Boom. 505 pod, first one. <laughs> right. You know? Keon, how you doing over there? I'm on my Jersey shit, man. Turks and Caicos, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus. You know, I got to say, I don't know if mine are on. <laughs> it's pretty dark in here. I just see yeah, black. Dude, I need to. I'm just gonna oh, there take you go. them off real quick. Here, oh, one nice. Sec. Let me come back to yeah, Earth. Coming you know, back down to reality. It's funny. Um, Kostas is, which makes sense. Looks very brand new. Like he's never used them almost. You know. Oh, these things. Yeah. Yeah. Coast is actually the the version. <laughs> these have been used. Wait, that's so yeah. weird, Braden. Like, I know you're good at crashing drones. I didn't know you were good at like crashing. Yeah, your yeah. How did you get well, well, they, they, they gave me these were ones that were used by Tim Cook himself. Oh, <laughs> so, the prototype. Yeah, these are his but, personal pair, and I put a sticker on it so we wouldn't remember it forever. Nice. Yeah. Oh, dude, I can hear myself now. Yeah. Jesus. You were, you were Spoiler hearing. alert, those are my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> those are not the tight, tight, uh, thin Vision Pro things. Dude, it's good to have you guys all back, though. Keon finally back with us, and we're doing a 30-day challenge. How's that been? Well, dude, I saw... <laughs> I saw a guy post a video that he tagged the podcast in about, he was like, yeah, I'm doing the 30 day challenge inspired by the two hosts of the 505 podcast. And I typed out, I'm like, it's funny. I feel like there's three. And I was like, nah, it's so petty, dude. And I was like, typed out something else. I was like, oh, that's funny. Cause like, there's actually three hosts. And I was like, nah, I can't do that. So I just liked it. So uh, whatever your name is, I forget what it is. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Chase is here too, baby. Yeah. I just, you know, I don't, I'm not making 30 videos. You're not making 30. Yeah, dude. Chase is is doing other stuff, you know? I'll take 30 selfies in 30 days, maybe. We need to go actually fly the drones. I spent $350 on batteries because the last battery... So you got new ones. Two new ones. Nice, Because the one that I was using for the drone, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I crashed it into a telephone wire and then it hit a guy's car. um, And that battery made it. But then I tried to plug in yesterday and there was a huge hole through it. Through it. Just I wonder if that was like through like something. I dude, what happened with that guy? Just yeah. insurance took care oh, of it. Oh, nice, yeah, nice, not nice, my, dude. Not my thing. Yeah, I've been flying a little bit actually. You have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine, dude. I was ripping. So rusty the first time. You can't just like 
get right back into it. I realized my biggest fear is to get back out because the first time I flew it with Babin, mm. it's like he's got mm-hmm. this girl that's his model. It's him, right? He's shooting. <laughs> Kostas is there. Like first time meeting yeah. him, I'm like, dude, this is fucking Babin. Dude. Yeah, this is the guy. And I fucking take off, and he's filming me for his YouTube. So I'm like, oh, dude, like, got I'm going it. on the YouTube. I got YouTube. millions of people watching. I got, right yeah, yeah. this is the whole world watching me right now. So I take it off, and my the left trigger was slightly forward, and it just went, oh, just dude. smacked the lip. Right. <laughs> yeah, and it was so fa- it happened. And I mean, how long did it take? Three seconds before I just went to the dirt. If that, yeah, if that broke its wing in half, and fuck. yeah, it wasn't even cool. And then I was like, okay, like, fuck, I'm sorry. But anyways, okay, so how's the challenge going? You guys, who's winning? First of all, I mean, oh no. for sure, it's not even a competition. I mean, Kosas has been literally waiting to the last minute to post a video every day. Well, that's funny because you, I've been posting on both Instagram and TikTok, <laughs> and somebody hasn't been posting on TikTok. TikTok oh. is glitching currently. Oh, yeah, dude, he's having trouble. So you're posting at like 11:59 p.m. every day? Yeah, no, he's, he's sitting here like, oh, fig, can you come help me film this clip? It's like eight o'clock. I'm like, dude, people got, are waiting. You gotta sabotage him like day 29. Be like, I'm not gonna help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming home. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, it's been fun though. I, I'm excited because we got other rocks that have joined us. I think there's nice. probably like five or. Six people, nice. um, you know, because you guys are all slackers and not joining it, but it, it's been good. And yeah, I, I'm excited to just. I haven't ever given myself a good old college try Same. with social. Sure, I mi- no, that's a lie. I did once. I did. I did a vlog challenge for. Yeah. We did like a. I think we made sixty vlogs daily. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the most I've ever done. That's a lot in a row, daily vlogs. Zero growth though. Zero, Zero growth. growth. <laughs> no, yeah, we went up three subscribers. <laughs> nice, nice. Every time it was the same two hundred people coming in. Yeah. just two hundred. Every. I'm like, one of these is gonna pop. Uh huh. None of them popped. All I gotta say is these kids think they're tough posting one clip a day. I'm out here posting four clips a day. <laughs> that's fine. That's fair. And it's nothing. It's cake. <laughs> kids chefing. Yeah. I will that's say, impressive. I was joking around with Brayden and Keon earlier. I go, this is the most consistent I've been on social media ever and i've it's day three right but uh, what i will say is me and Braden did a really good job of like planning out a bunch of video ideas Smart. and then going out and filming a bunch of b-roll and not leaving stuff till necessarily the last minute um and that's helped a lot and anytime i come up with like a different idea or something new i'll write it in my notes and just now i have a long list of like video ideas and i think that for me was one of the hardest things yeah. is trying to come up with video ideas of like, okay, I want to make a TikTok or an Instagram reel today, but like, what the heck do I make a video about? Right. Having those ideas helps that. Yeah. So are you going to try to lean into like instructional or like just like cool, like almost vlog type things or like a cinematic little mini piece or like what are you going to try to do them all? Or like, is it going to be... I feel like we have these different buckets of helper content and we've we've made it easy on ourselves and kind of made Tuesday uh, just the tip day, you know, just just the tip. Just to see how it just feels. Just the tip Tuesday. Just, just, the tip Tuesday, just yeah. to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And that'll only be Tuesday. So you're only getting tutorials on Tuesday. And that just also alleviates a day of like not even thinking about that. Keon's also putting the team on his back and giving us one pod clip a week to post. So mm-hmm. I'm, now, we're, now I only have to make five, really five like, right. hard videos right, right, a week. Right, right. So that makes it a lot easier. But if you if you're doing this with us or you're maybe wanting to be consistent on social and you have a job like you know most of us do Mm -hmm. i can't make the video from like nine to six right so i'm doing it the night before to be ahead of it and just kind of getting my talking head portion done like in the evening um, and then kind of maybe messing around with the script for the next day right. to stay on top of it because the, when I was doing just like throughout the season if I wanted to make a social clip it's just impossible because right. like okay oh, say yeah. I finished work at 7 that day or something or 6 or 5 whatever and then I'm like oh shit I don't have an idea and then I'm like trying yeah. to think of the idea and then by that time it's 8 o'clock and I haven't even scored it and then I'm like uh, I'm not posting today right. and so that's the cycle that I kept being in 
in and it was what we were both and we're both working all the time for other people and stuff right so you need to uh figure out if you want to fill up the social cup that's how you're gonna have to do it batch it for sure you yeah you're not doing it every that's what the youtubers do right they're doing it every day but that's their only thing that they do yeah right or the tiktokers or whatever so that's not our whole thing it's <laughs> i saw this tiktok Tell i don't me. watch a lot of tiktok i saw this girl she's pretty funny I, I, she's probably really famous i like don't know who she okay. is but she's talking about tiktokers who make a living on tiktok and she's like your whole job is to make tiktoks and you're so good at it and i love it i buy the things you sell me she's like but i just asked get the lip sync right <laughs> i'm like that's so true dude it's like if your whole job like just fucking get the lip sync perfect though you can you do know? that yeah, yeah you can get that you can get that Brandon might be the worst lip syncer <laughs> so bad yeah no oh I'm my so god dude katie co- <laughs> katie commented on one of chloe's videos that Brandon and chloe made together and <laughs> she was like i love that Brandon just making up his own lyrics <laughs> I was like, dude, that is one of the funniest, most accurate comments. I don't know the lyrics to any song. <laughs> except so funny. J. Cole, uh-huh. no role models. Go sure. start to finish, dude. Load the chopper, let it yeah, rain yeah. on me. I oh, mean, yeah, like whole yeah. nine yards. Yeah. I, got, I got the song down. But that's the only song. Literally, any other song, everyone's like, oh, dude, they love really in tune with this music. And I'm just over here like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all I got in my head. It's just like, yeah, you got the beat. Though, well, I'm dude. thinking about the beat to cut it too, you know? Right, right. I'm not right. like listening to lyrics. Right. And stuff, it doesn't dude. matter. Speaking of making videos, though, dude, I, um, Genesis was like, we're trying to pitch them this big commercial idea, right? And they're like, before we buy that commercial idea, let's see it first. So test your boy to go in the studio. I just chefed in the stew with a light. I had an assistant, you know, camera, C70, ripping it. Come on. And I basically shot this little in-studio commercial thing. And it was fucking pretty cool. And I was pretty excited about it. And then just editing, like that night, it was a pitch. So editing that night until... You're right. Oh, that gotta keep that. Gotta keep that a few feet away. Yeah, editing that until like midnight, right? Editing all night, all night, and I'm talking to the new CCO, the chief creative officer, who's this really smart dude. I'm like, why are we doing this? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you you make decks, right? And then they buy the commercials yeah, based off the deck. Based off the deck. And then he was telling me he was like, I worked at Media Arts Lab, which is the ad agency solely for Apple, and he's like, and from 2006 to 2010. And Steve Jobs was so meticulous about the commercials they made that they would straight up full on make the commercial before they made the commercial. Like he was like, it was literally the exact same with a shittier camera and like slightly shittier lighting. And then they would see that and then he'd be like, only until it was perfect would he sign off on that to then spend $5 million to hire, you know, like people to make it, which is fucking crazy. That is insane. So I was like the little grunt guy that made the commercial and I was like, well, how about you just like use me then? Though? Did it get bought? <laughs> it fucking did. Come, Come on, on, Chase. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, dude, I'm making people money. Big I'm dubs. talking about. <laughs> also, speaking of Genesis and big dubs, you got props on a recent I commercial. I did. Yeah, it's the YouTube version's coming out soon, but I shot the little, the Ender thing. It's this pig. Again, C70 ripping, dude. It's like, it's like Alexa 35 and it, that shit almost looks too like dream worldy, sharp. The Alexa? Like, yeah. Not sharp, but like. It's like too perfect and then you get to the c70 like that's what i'm looking for you know what i mean it's like that's that real shit dude yeah it's like that's it's like the creator shit yeah, dude. yeah. Like, but dude you would uh the shit like a real colorist can do with that foot i was like looking at it i was like oh shit that is the c you know what i mean like, mm-hmm. it's crazy um no it's a shot of like it's like the ender shot of this whole little ad and it's like a, a pig and it's, it's like co- doing stuff it's coming out on youtube the that version is so the yeah i should like the subscribe screen thing it's okay. like 12 seconds long um that's coming out on youtube the rest of it will be on all the tvs near you nba finals all over the fucking place we need 
to have everybody listens to this podcast when it comes oh, yeah. out on YouTube. On YouTube. Go YouTube. comment. Wow, that end screen video with the pig, whoever shot that, that's the best part of the video. Come on. And you should have like <laughs> just a hundred comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just put, keeps pushing yeah, yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. I appreciate that, guys. <laughs> We'd um, be sick. But yes, Apple, fucking nuts, dude. They've uh, they've came out with one of the most revolutionary products of the last, let's call it 10 years. Can we do that? Is that fair? Is that fair to say? 10 years? I'm going to say it. 10 years. When yeah. did the AirPods come out? The AirPods Those were life-changing. We're probably, let's see. I was like, I was rocking them college. I was rocking But not all of college. Yeah, it had to be in college. You have to be 2016. like- 2016. Sophomore, junior year of college. I would say so the last five to 10 years okay. in that pocket. Okay, so a revolutionary product that I have right in front of me, I'm holding it. Uh, with I two also, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two of the, I got the thin the, I, can, I cannot believe program. we got our hands on two. Seriously, thin version. I mean, thin dude, version. and That's ones cool. that have been through it with Tim. Timmy said he was only going to send us one. Right. Yeah. The thing is, though, guys, here, here's the deal, okay? Our good friends at Apple have came up with a lot of revolutionary... He's looking at it like... No, I'm looking, like, I'm looking at it right here. I got it right it's in front incredible of me. design. I'm touching incredible it, holding design. it, feeling it. Yeah, it what's even that came, build feel like? It even came with the antennas It's this time. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> it, it's one of the most revolutionary products. I think to get the best um, the best overall look at it, I would go check out a YouTuber named Marquise Brownlee. Oh, I love you him, You should dude. go watch his video. He made a really in-depth 20-minute video, and it goes through all the specs, what it can do, how you can integrate it into your life. But we wanted to focus on the brand as a whole today and talk about, you know, these specific things on on top of it. But they've done they've done so many crazy things over the last ever since they were born. Mm -hmm. And they've also missed a few times, which we didn't even know. Right. Uh, until we started doing some research for the show today. But I want to just ask you, like, when did you first get an Apple product? I was first introduced to an Apple product. I believe I got an iPod shuffle. Nice. Yep. And I remember first hearing about an iPod and thinking to myself, like at that point, I wasn't really listening to like as much music as I do now. It just like wasn't that big of a part of my life. And I was like, why the frick would you care about having like 150 songs in your pocket? Whatever. Oh, they were limited to 150. Yeah, yeah I remember dude. that. Dude. And then I was about it though. And like you would listen to like, CDs yeah. like in the car, like a Walkman or whatever. Oh, do you remember when iPod like video came out? It was just yeah. like the top screen. Oh I remember yes. watching like pirated videos of Entourage yeah. on that thing. Dude. You had to buy. You had to buy. Each song was ninety nine cents. Yeah, dude. That yeah. was crazy. Paying ten bucks for an album. Uh -huh. And so then, um, I got an iPod, and then I ended up getting my first laptop in. I want to say like middle school era. Okay, and. Like I didn't even have much to do on it. Like I don't even know if I had an email account or like like maybe I had like a That's MySpace or something. Yeah, uh, AIM. Yeah, um, that's what I was doing. And kind of messing around with like video editing, but that was kind of my introduction into Apple. Uh, what about you guys? Fucking shit. Yeah, I remember getting the <laughs> the iPod, the iPod video, and then I got the iPod Touch, which was sick. Because I oh, remember thinking like, oh, there's match. all these apps on here. And I really feel like, did those early ones, they had cameras on them, right? I think so. I think so, right? No, okay. no, no. Uh, I don't think so. When did they put the camera on the no, thing? No, it, it was just a silverback. Yeah, because yeah. I remember when I got the whatever, I think I had an iPod Touch, or maybe it was my very first iPhone that had a camera on it. I downloaded this app called Camera Plus. And I could like do funky stuff with it. And you could like manipulate the settings, which I'm realizing now, obviously you weren't, but I thought I was. I kind of learned how to like expose a photo using that because nice. it would like fake it for you. But like mm -hmm. I learned that like opening that f-stop would like make it brighter and shit. And Camera Plus really like, that's like kind of what got me into all of this shit, I feel like. 
Um, but yeah, I was, I was ripping that iPod touch, loved it, which is like watching like whatever, like Fred on it and shit, like weird yeah. shit. I think I could get like adult videos on there, you know, I was ripping those. Dude, I remember. My parents going through the browsing history on my iTouch. I'm like, don't look at that, dude, mom. Dude, okay. I remember specifically being over at my buddy's house. It was like my friend Keon, oh. my old buddy Keon, not this Keon. And my other buddy Nick and we were sitting this around. Is so the kind of guy that watches porn together. No, 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 no. That's not where I'm going with this. Let's get together. But just... one of us like had just got an iPod Touch or something, uh-huh. and one of my buddies was like, "Dude, I wonder if you can watch like Stuff. adult oh, videos." Yeah, you sure could. Uh-huh. And then he like went to a website and like the video actually played, and we were like, "What the?" Yeah, yeah. Well, how old were we? Were in. High school, we were young, dude. middle school, middle school. Yeah, I feel like it was like eighth grade. That's like the right time to yeah. be figuring that stuff out, right? I don't even remember what the fr- it was for sure an iPod shuffle of some sort, I believe. Yeah, that's dope. Well, I think what's what's cool about this and all this info that we've looked up for you guys is you can take what this amazing, like one of the best brands in the whole world and the most innovative brands in the world is doing and break it on a very, very tiny scale off for yourselves and kind of place it into your creative businesses. And so, hopefully, this is insightful because. I'm not making an iPod anytime soon, but I can for sure take a little uh, little note out of Steve Jobs' book and what he did for Apple and put it into the things that I'm doing. Yeah, I mean, they've become like, when you think of like the big brands that are just like so like recognizable and so like, oh, you have an Apple, that means you probably feel like this or like, and you probably do this. And like, they are so synonymous with a type of person or a person, a thing that a person wants to be. Right. And like not a lot of brands achieve that. And they're also just fucking ginormous. They've taken branding so deep to where Keon and I were looking at a, a video on TikTok a few days ago and they had done a study on people and shown uh, a portion of people Apple products. What was the other group where they shown? It was IBM. It was IBM. You're right. Okay. And the group of people that were shown Apple, this the logo, the Apple logo, they wrote that they were much more creative and they worked better on creative projects, which is just ridiculous based off of showing someone a logo. And so this branding is so intertwined into our society and so intertwined into everything that we do the decisions that we make and i think that you know this is i don't know where i lost it i lost that one lost that one somebody tip somebody pick me up somebody pick somebody somebody pick that turnover dude (laughs) that's good that's good picked him Uh, up picked him up talk about you can talk about how it's like ingrained in your personality that was like another thing the video talked about like where these brands are so powerful yes, that yes. it becomes ingrained in your personality. Yes, yes, yes. You identify with the brands that you buy from, you know, and I think Steve back in that day, you had never seen the iPhone or any of the Macintosh. Nothing. It was unheard of, right? So you got this guy who's insane on a stage wearing the same thing every single time he performs on the stage and he's just so, so talkative and so excited and you're just, you feel the vibration of his energy about how he feels and his team feels his about passion. The, his passion for the project, right? And you couldn't even you couldn't even tan it wasn't even tangible we didn't even have it in person like we do right. now right like we didn't even have it in person like we do now <laughs> but <laughs> but you saw you saw this man's passion you were like i'm buying into this steve jobs fella i don't even know what it is that like i want to be a part of this this history that he's talking about and this this change in culture and this change in in tech that it revolutionized an entire industry and so much so talking about how it's so ingrained into like our personality I don't know if there's more a product 
that I'm bought into to where if you don't have it or you use something else, I look down upon Oh my you. God. <laughs> What's the Dom, Dom Mazzetti quote? He goes, you go from green to blue, you go from a six to an eight like that. <laughs> That's so funny. That guy's fucking nuts, dude. And there's memes about it yeah. all over the internet of like, oh, you have green text, like can't talk to yeah. you. It's crazy. I still love you guys if you got green yeah. text. Yeah, but change yeah. It. Tommy, shout out Tommy, dude. Yeah, but yeah, change it for sure. It would be so much easier group chats, dude, if you just figured it out um but i do think it's crazy that when you have a, a brand like that like you were talking about where you like look down at people that don't have it which is fucked up but <laughs> hilarious um you my bad pay more for that product right yeah. and you're always willing to pay more for that brand name and i feel like that's something that you can take away from what apple has done It'd be like if you can create your brand be like that's a really quality brand that's like you know they focus on the details they focus on the perfection you'll be able to charge more to whoever your clients are and at the end of the day right Every creative person, you're making the same end product. It is this. It's a video. Mm-hmm. It's a photo. It's a design element. Okay, so it's the same in quotes, right? Yep. But what where it differentiates it is your process. Yeah. They might walk into Chase's office one day, and it's the craziest high rise building in mm-hmm. New York, and I'm like, this is why we're paying a million dollars totally. a month to this company, right? Totally. And this is this is the experience that we get. They got Fiji water bottles in the right. fridge. They're not messing cucumber with the infused, dude. cucumber infused mm-hmm. throughout the bottom of it. Only a Chase's thing, and I think that. Um, yeah, I think that's good stuff. Josh Allen out there. Two turnovers on down. <laughs> I will say I saw a TikTok of this sales guy talking about what to say when someone gives you the objection that your stuff is too expensive to say yes and instead mm. of saying yes but. Totally. Because it keeps the conversation positive. Right. I feel like if you were to ask Steve Jobs, oh, this computer's so expensive, he would say, yes, and let me tell you why it's worth it. And I feel like if you take that into your business as a creator, it's a more positive experience and you'll be able to have more confidence in yourself to charge more for your work. It's a great objection handler. Yeah, and I feel like it's like, like kind of what you were saying, like if if a client comes to you on like a smaller scale and like you said, like, you know, you're really presentable in the Zoom. Maybe you have a Zoom background, dude. Maybe, you know what I mean? It just feels like, okay, this isn't a kid working out of his closet. This is someone that's done this before that gets results and like, I feel comfortable working with them. It's the same with the iPhone. It's like, I know, like I've never bought an Apple product and be like, oh, I hope that was like the right choice. You yeah. know what I mean? Never. Yeah. You know when you're buying on like some shoes and you're like, oh, should I go with Hoka or whatever? And you're like, Whatever, not totally sure. How was it? Hoka? That's how it's pronounced? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. own them. I just couldn't remember. Yeah, okay. Anyways. Um, not going on many runs, huh? No, no I go for <laughs> walks, Keon. Um, anyways, where am I on set? Dog. Slammed him. Slammed him so hard, dude. Keon's just corner so coming in hot. Just so frazzled right now from the slam. Um, but it's like you've never doubted that. And if you can, if you can achieve that, in your photo and video world would be like, oh, let's go to him because like he's never fucking failed. Like he's always going to be good for us. Then you'll they'll be like, okay, let's pay him more money because I don't want to test it out on Joe Schmo and pay him less money because we know what we're going to get and it's going to be good. And similarly, they're taking feedback off of every model that they've ever made. Anything that they've ever come came out with, Apple has so many test runs of taking right. demographics of people from 40 to 50, 50 to 60, 10 to 15 and giving the product and saying, how do you like it? Play around with it like how is the experience what do you not like about it what should be easier what should be better and i think that you can take that to your video stuff or your creative stuff because every time you work with a client right 
the relationship isn't going to be seamless. Mm. You're going to have growing pains or you might be like, okay, this person really values it. Um, you know, they want to see the revision at this day or they want, this is how they want to work on this process. So every time you're working with a new person, you're working with a new brand, you get to fine tune your product and your process. Cause the product is it's me, right? Or it's like the team of people that you hire to help you create the product. And so every time you get to have the opportunity to write it up on the board and say like, how can we make this better? How can we deliver it to them? more efficiently and if you take what they're doing and put it on your small scale and your design business you're going to get better clients that are willing to pay you more and stay along with you for longer dude also adding to like costas saying how apple would like validate the product being more expensive it kind of ties into how you guys always say like provide value right so like these all these tech companies are providing similar value as in terms of the use but like the brand that's extra value. Like you as a creator, okay, you're providing this similar video skills, but like your experience as a, you know, like interest in a work environment is like ups your price and validates the value going up. And and you're just like your pride in the details of it, right? Like there's a famous story about Steve Jobs who like right before the iPhone came out, had it in his pocket. He'd been playing with like the prototype, right? And playing it for a long time. And he just yeah, apparently like came into someone's office and he's all pissed because they had a plastic cut touchscreen back then. Like like most of the touchscreens did back in the day. Plastic. And he goes, people have their keys in the same pocket as their phone and the screen's going to get all fucking scratched up. He's like, we need to change this before it went out. It was like about to go out like the next day or some bullshit. And they literally like went to China and like swapped in the glass screens. And like it now it's obviously synonymous with Apple, like the perfect touchscreen. But like he wasn't okay with it. And like it's the same with video shit. Like if you're going through it and even if the client's like, this is great, but you're like, ah, oh, like that one frame looks a little off or like the color's like not mm. perfect. Even if they're not calling it out, like they know that you care about that shit. And that's what makes it good, right? And that's like why they trust you. And I think that's what separates the best. The totally. best creators that you see, I think Sam Calder showed um, something a long time ago. He did this transition and he's coming out of a wave. Oh, it's oh. the best. And when the camera comes down, it's like up in the clouds or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? And so he showed this tutorial and I remember watching it in After Effects, like fucking hour long, dude. I'm watching this and I'm like, this is for a second and a half. Yeah. And he spent six plus hours on a second and a half and the devil's in the details dude that's why his travel videos hit harder and that's why you were way more focused on it the colors better the transitions are better the sound is better you're taking more time with the meticulous things that most people are just glancing over and that's what separates good and the great and it's because you care you know like and sam colder gives a fuck especially because like he'll do i remember watching the tutorial and he's like and i'm gonna add like this like real life motion blur to some things and you he's like you probably won't even notice but like I got to put it in there. And I feel like musicians always talk about that when they talk about their songs. They're like, yeah. And then I added like this whole like synth layer that like no one can hear, but like I know it's there and I need it to be there because I fucking care. You know, you brought up the iPhone though. And oh, speaking yeah. of products that you wanted, but didn't need, I need to share the story of how I got my first iPhone. So I was in seventh grade. The iPhone came out and I'm sure like all of us did. We watched this launch event and we're just mind blown. Steve Jobs was like, mm. We have a phone, an iPod, oh, yeah. and a kept uh, like and Games, uh, an internet, email. like an internet thing. And he's like, he said it again. He's like, we have an iPod, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, internet, email. and a phone, all in one. It was like all in one. And then he's like, this is the iPhone, and everyone went ballistic. Uh-huh. So I also went ballistic, and I go, I need that. My school had a magazine drive. And the grand prize, if you sold a hundred magazine subscriptions, you got the iPhone. Sick. And I said, 
oh, it's game over. I'm like, right. it's all you guys had to sell. Oh, you gotta, uh, you gotta just give the kid a chance. Watch me go. Just a hundred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Cypress, no. we had 400. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. Anyways. So I go, mom, I need to sell a hundred. I want this iPhone because at the time it was like a ridiculously expensive and a seventh grader isn't going to get a fucking iPhone unless you go to like private school. Right. So I literally went door to door in my neighborhood with my mom. She was kind enough to drive me around town and I would go knock on people be like, hi, I'm doing this magazine drive. I'm trying to get it to iPhone. Like, <laughs> Bless you, her heart. Can yeah. you like subscribe to a magazine subscription so I can get this? And some people said yes and some people didn't. But I like, like the most anybody else did was maybe like 30 or 40 uh -huh. and I hit a hundred yeah, and I don't think the school actually thought anyone was gonna <laughs> like hit a hundred. Yeah. So they kind of freaked out. They're like, Oh, we got to get this kid an uh -huh. iPhone. And I ended up getting one. Fuck yeah. So you were the yeah. first kid in your yeah. school with one. Oh and dude, like, I was walking. You were like doing time. selfies. Girls were like talking to you all of a sudden. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but it was so also so funny because if you think about the iPhone back then, when you first got it, there was no app store. Like, no. You couldn't really do much on it. Right. But what I will say is it was the first time where it had a pretty good camera. Not anything that is out right. now, obviously, but compared to what phones had back oh in the day, mm -hmm. the phone quality, the pictures that would come out were actually pretty good. And they say like the best camera is the one that you have on you. Of course. And that really comes into play with having phones that have cameras, like good cameras, right? Of course. So I feel like me getting the first iPhone really allowed me to like play around and, and get better at photography yeah dude similar to me and i mean it's crazy those events i feel like too where you looked forward to them once no we're not doing that yet no no keep going oh okay oh he was so excited yeah about no that yeah point. no those events you looked forward to them right you literally you once once it became a thing and it was in our culture mm -hmm. of like oh steve jobs doing these events i'm like dude let's fucking lock in steve like right. show me what we got Dude, man huh. i literally would play sick nice. <laughs> to stay home nice. to be able to watch these events that i think they're called the wwdc's That's, that feels right yeah anyways i would stay home play sick i would watch the events and then i would go back to school at like lunchtime or like the next day and all my friends would be like dude so what's good with oh, the new funny. iphone and i was like oh dude let me tell you this is the ios <laughs> updates and these are talk. like the hard drive yeah, updates yeah you were ready dude yeah, yeah i mean i feel like the iphone is similar to like other things it kind of brings us to the next point which is like they put out revolutionary products right like everything they've put out is always like oh we didn't have that before you know what i mean and like even the new thing like we have the oculus but whatever the fuck this thing is yeah, it's like it right we here. don't know what it can do you know what i mean it's going to be doing something new shit like the airpods all of a sudden bluetooth headphones were like there but they weren't like good yeah mm -hmm. you know what i mean they kind of sucked and all of a sudden airpods are like oh this is what that should be like just connect just instantly boom, seamless they're not connected to each other which was fucking cool still is and i think our creators that we all looked up to when we were starting out they all did this in their own little way totally. they all had a unique spin on something whether it be a platform a way that videos were being created like you know casey started vlogging on youtube and the idea of someone doing a daily video mm -hmm. log not a thing unheard of especially every day and he was like fuck it i'm gonna make this not only am i gonna do a video log i'm gonna make a literal movie out of everyday content well i would say 
vlogging was a thing no but, but, but just making like, a cinematic movie exactly not, like not, how not, he no did that's what i'm saying he, he was no one everyone's vlog was hey guys so we're doing this day so we're going here so we're going here and he's right. like okay i'm gonna set up 17 angles of me walking out the front door right and i'm gonna have a drone flying and, over me and it's gonna take me an hour to walk out the front door but it doesn't matter because the shot's gonna be amazing the movie's gonna be great. and i feel like that's what apple does actually is like they see what other people are starting to do and then they're like, oh, I can fucking destroy that and make it awesome. It's similar to like, like BlackBerry was out, right? You could email, you could message, you could call, you could text. I had a BlackBerry. Yeah. I had the Pearl, wow, dude. And dude, they, you, came, you they were... came in and dominated that yeah. shit. And then Apple was like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's make it a thousand times better. It's same with Bluetooth headphones, with mm -hmm. AirPods. And like probably the Vision Quest thing is probably way better than an Oculus. Dude, so like, I was, I was going to say, I wish they didn't make it, but they had to. Because if they didn't, someone else was going to. So they had to just turn right. up and take it over. And, mm -hmm. I, and I think you have to look at where the big brands are going because they do dictate a lot of behavior right and so saying you know a lot of people are going to be anti i think these headphones i think it's going to be a very polarizing product the one vision thing yeah with the, yeah. the you're bought in though huh? no i have it right here yeah i'm already here but 3500 bucks for <laughs> the insane for that's a mortgage payment for right. most americans and so most people aren't going to be able to purchase them and i'm very curious to see how eventually they're going to lower the price a little bit. But it goes back to they're huh. making products that you don't need, but you want. Yeah. Right. I do think, I we'll think it could be a thing with that fucking price tag. Well, no, it's kind of like a, so they're trying to compete this with like the computer. This is a shitty car huh? that I got. This is a shitty car. Right, my first this car costs Corolla, about dude. that much. This is a Toyota Corolla right. sitting in front of me on the right. fucking suit. Just slamming Toyota, dude. <laughs> Fuck Toyota. Um, but no, you're right. Like, it's about the same price as a nice desktop Apple computer. And are they trying to replace that? Are they just thinking the people that buy our products have a lot of fucking money and can use this? Or are they thinking like, this is something that like offices, like we'll have, we'll buy like four of these and people can use them for shit well, and you'll like kind of step in. You know what I mean? But this is the thing though, right? Not every expensive product. Cause I remember I was in an advertising class in college and we had a brief of this brand and someone said, yo, that shoe, it was a $200 shoe. Mm -hmm. And they're like, poor people can't buy that shoe. And the professor goes, you're wrong. If someone values it, they'll buy it. He goes, right. what, what, it doesn't matter if they're poor. He goes, if they'll save up their 200 bucks, yeah, they fucked. can buy that shoe. I know. You know, anyone can buy whatever it is that they want to buy. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to be from a certain class to purchase the, this thing. Right. You could be of lower class, middle class, whatever. And I think if they make it good enough and they make it, you know, into everything that we're doing and like... Fuck, I'll be up in space 24-7, dude. Right. Just vibing in my media in my conference room at Mars. Right. I mean, it doesn't make a dent <laughs> in the bank account, but like <laughs> still I'm probably it. not gonna buy it. You know, because it's too much. It's too yeah. much. Yeah. Goes to night day one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you uh, both are just saw well, it and you're I'm like, gonna, I need it. I'm gonna be standing in line, dude. My, <laughs> you're so funny. I'm gonna be standing in line outside, right? I gotta make the first reel, I dude. Feel like, I wanna be the guy. Sure. I feel like I need to see people loving them people using them i'll probably like i'm not an early adopter i feel like unless it's like some camera shit but like but tech, you're a good guy stuff I'm, hey, thanks man i appreciate you <laughs> but like i just feel like i need to like see the use case because i feel like i'm gonna buy them and they're just gonna sit there you know what i mean do you or they're gonna freak me out do you both feel like all three of us do you guys three of you do you feel like this could be a flop i know i do so you don't you do why do you not i think that people don't use vr that much People like Oculus has been around for years and mm -hmm. only the nerdiest people use them, which I'd similar to Apple, which they figured out how to do that shit where they're like, okay, this is a nerdy product. Let's make it cool, which gives me faith. And Apple doesn't flop a lot. They have flopped a couple times, which we found out, but we had to fucking Google it because it's very uncommon. I just feel like it's really expensive. And I feel like, 
I don't know. I just don't know what the use case is, really. Like, I get that it's like a big screen, but like, so is a big TV, you know? And like, mm. buy that. I don't think we'll really understand it until we actually, actually put them on and experience it, like, for ourselves. But going back to like how crazy of a big event this was, like, their live events, they built community right. in their brand, right? Like, if you get to go to one of these live Apple events and be the first person to see the new products, like that's a big deal. And I think about someone like a Sam Newton who's putting on um, events for his films that he's doing with Canon. I was thinking about how often it is that we consume content that other people put out solo. And mm. I think if you can think of ways to bring community together um, whether let's say you are like making a film of some sort, however big or small, like if you can bring together community to have people watch that together, I think that's super special. And if you can build community within your audience as a content creator, I think that um, allows you to have more longevity and yeah. Like, yeah, I, I think that there's something to that, I mean, especially with movies, right? Like that's there's a reason why seeing a movie especially after COVID seeing a movie in theaters kind of sucks, but like pre COVID when the theater was packed, it was electric yeah. dude. And like, I got to go, I mean, I got to go to CAA for the Dungeons and Dragons, like a little screening thing. And like, dude, the guy that made game of Thrones was there. It was fucking crazy. Anyways, fucking full theater. And I don't even know if that movie was good, but I loved every second of it because it was electric, dude. People were going nuts. Like everyone was so excited about all the little reveals and stuff. And like, if you can cultivate that in your thing, like, yeah, like showing your own video in front of a hundred people that are super into it, it's gotta be the most fun thing yeah. ever. I also think on a, maybe not even in person, but the way uh, on a much smaller scale is like, even if you're putting out YouTube videos, if you're putting them out, on the same day, at the totally. same time, on a weekly basis, your audience has something to look forward to and to grab onto. And also, like, you can set premieres on YouTube for your video. So if you are putting out YouTube videos, like, if you have, like, 10, 20 people watching your YouTube premiere all at the same time, like, everybody feels a part of that. Right. Even you, if they're watching it by themselves. Hunter P, shout out our friend Jack Cook. Jack has 20,000 people every yeah. day that are looking forward to that daily vlog. Yeah. And he's cultivated this cult following of right. people who just love seeing what he did the day before. To do something that you love, right? And you get to turn it into something like that just based off of the community that you're able to build. I think you, we can all take a note or, you know, doing something revolutionary like creating the 30 for cha 30 challenge, right? right. Yeah. Like never that, been done before. No, I never been done. It's like a first of its kind. And like that is something to cultivate committee and get the people going. Okay. You keep talking about these flops. I don't know much about Apple flopping. Can you give me some examples? All right. So 1993, <laughs> they, made, they made a thing called like the Macintosh TV, which is kind of similar where it like did a lot of shit. It was like literally a TV that you could watch like Seinfeld on and shit, as well as a full on computer. And it was black and it was sleek because before then there were like these weird beige kind of ugly looking things. They made that. It was two grand at the time, which was way too like everyone was like, what the fuck? That's Probably so got six now. Yeah, right. So a similar thing. We're like, why the fuck is that so expensive? Uh, and it flopped. I think they took it off the shelves after like five weeks of being on the shelves. So oh, it, only five weeks. Yeah, it flopped, dude. Yeah. I do think they do that. I think that they, if they fuck, if it's not good, they will take it down instantly. They're like, we and, poured millions into it. Forget it. Right, or because, Apple, we don't flop. Because they don't want, exactly. They don't want that. I remember like even kind of sidebar, but like 
remember Google Glass? Yeah. And now it's supposed to be the Snapchat yeah. spectacles? Yeah. The Google yeah. Glass was supposed to be the biggest thing. And my brother was all into it. He's living in San Francisco. And then like no one talked about it a month later. And like, and then Google was just like, get rid of that shit. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk about it. And so they do flop sometimes, but very rarely. I mean, when you think of an Apple product, you think of like, okay, that product's going to rock. And you're not thinking of another brand. You're thinking either Apple made this crazy new product and it's good. And you're not thinking like, oh, maybe I should use the Samsung one. Never. Yeah, no chance. It's just like maybe the product idea wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. And I think what you can take away from that is like having the willingness to fail and knowing that you are going to fail, especially we're not Apple. We're not creating like these crazy products, but like we're putting out videos every day on mm-hmm. our 30 for 30 challenge. And like some are going to flop probably Braden's more than mine. But like you can't be afraid to fail. We all know that's not true. We all can't be afraid to fail. I do like that. I keep I keep just like putting the plane into space, and Coast just keeps landing. Dude. <laughs> it's so convenient. I just like say some stuff, and then he's like, "Let's see, dude. I can get behind the pilot seat, <laughs> fucking land this thing on the runway." So <laughs> nice, am I, dude. Am I silly? Yes, yeah. <laughs> dude. When you're when you're making one of the most innovative things ever, though, you gotta fail. Well, that's it. Yeah, that I mean, that is that is one of the most innovative things. But no, like, yeah, let's talk about the most innovative challenge there has ever been. Like, dude, we're going to make, I'm going to cold water challenge. Realistically speaking, I probably won't miss, but you are bound to miss like one of the days or three for three, baby. You know, it's one of those things where I think that every, all those business speakers that you see on TikTok, they're always like, oh, fail, fail forward. Yeah. They're saying, right. And I think that the way I interpret that is you're throwing shit at the wall. You're seeing what sticks because that's all you can do. Right. You, if you sit there and hang out, life's just going to keep passing and people are going to keep getting better than you learning mm-hmm. more stuff. But if you keep just trying new things and that's how, that's how I think I w- I've been a successful creator. I never sat at home. Whoa. And- I'm just kidding. Jesus Christ. That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, Throw that into just made up, just made uh, volume two yeah, sound yeah. effect back. <laughs> We'll get that one in there. Link in the bio. <laughs> I'll take royalties. <laughs> Anyways, keep going though. Sorry. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. He's back at it's it. <laughs> when he's doing Mike, that, I get nervous. Mike off the table. You guys got to tune into these Fucking YouTube videos now, dude. Um, dude. You guys got to make sure to subscribe though. Seriously, 46 <laughs> of you aren't subscribed. 46%. So get that. Go smash that subscribe um, button. But right seriously, uh, uh, Apple adjacent company, Facebook, my, when my brother was in Silicon Valley, his roommate worked for Facebook. And I got to go on a camp a campus tour of Facebook, which was fucking nuts. But going off of what you were saying, they had written all over a few walls. It just said, move fast and break shit. And I loved that, mm. dude. And that's what they're like, let's just try stuff. And if it doesn't work, just fucking fail, fail fast, fail forward and move on to the next thing and just like keep trying things. Mm-hmm. And that's so fun, dude. And it's like, that's how you're going to innovate. And that's how you're going to make new shit that's cool and like revolutionary even in your videos like try new shit dude think about your lying in the sand if you don't do anything you're sitting just sitting in the sand but if you keep you know you might go over here and make hook a right you change direction a little bit but you keep on you're chugging forward along the path up the mountain you know what i mean <laughs> you guys didn't like that one that didn't it that didn't land okay fuck you guys i want like a button to push when someone's taken off off the <laughs> runway <laughs> like, there's no way <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, if he can bring this back, dude, I'm going to be shocked. <laughs> okay. I liked it though. Um, that's really cool. You got to go to Facebook. Yeah, it was awesome. That experience going to Facebook in person must have been really cool, huh? Similar to going in store to an Apple store. Yes, the, dude. The experience of going into an Apple store is pretty sweet. Dude, they got all kinds of cool seats. They got moss on the wall. They got all the phones. Trees. In a pretty like way. Tree. Yeah, dude, they had you a know tree. What it, it feels like a place that you would want to and be comfortable with spending a lot of money. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to spend a lot of money in a fucking closet. You ever or, seen an Apple store not busy? Jesus. No, that's so true. But it feels modern. It feels luxury. It like you ever just, go, just walking in. You ever just go kick it at an Apple store? You're not planning on buying anything. Just like, I'm surprised they don't like sell drinks there to like hang dude, out. Dude, that's so true. <laughs> like a little dude, Apple cafe, dude. Already like, too, if you got people kind of lit. already too busy, dude. It's already too busy. If you got people no. kind of lit, they'd be like, ah, oh, don't dude, upgrade me, dude. Yeah. Like the fucking Amelion Dior style too, uh, in Soho. They got the cafe that you like good yeah. old coffee and then you buy the $300 sweatshirt that's too small. Yeah, dude. dude, that's the move. But you're right. Like, again, it's it's creating that space that makes it feel like worth the fucking money. And it's really important to do that. And they don't have anything in there that doesn't feel premium. And it's similar to like, oh, dude, if you make a website, right? Like only premium shit. And then so people, when they go on the website, are like, okay, that video works. That like that's all feels nice. You're not seeing like, you know, your spring bake video from 2008 yeah. when they're like, oh, maybe it's not like this luxury like brand that we're comfortable with spending a lot of money on his video or her video or her photo creation. Especially if you want to work with the brands that are the big dogs, the big rocks, their experience when a customer comes to buy their product right let's right. just say an apple like if you wanted to work with apple like your shit better be on point you better as make well. a fire oh, deck God, dude yeah. you better make a yeah. great deck right dude and you know what like you know what plate you're stepping up to you know what i mean and i think all the all the little things that go into your brand that makes up that experience for the customer your website your capabilities deck the the documents that you sent dude if you send them a document for the invoice and it looks terrible they're gonna be like we we hire we should are we right. doing this thing with this guy like right. this guy's sus you know right so all, all you want everything every touch point with the client should feel aligned from a brand perspective. And I think that you you won't go wrong and you'll attract more business to yourself. Next up, we got user-focused advertising. Now, Important. Apple's advertising campaigns, they really do tend to focus more on the user experience rather than you know the technical specs. And I think that we, before we did this pod, I looked up, I asked ChatGPT, I said, hey, who are they advertising towards? Because I personally thought it was going to be wealthier people when they first came out, right? Because mm. it's really expensive mm -hmm. stuff. But they were actually more broad. And so they were they were advertising to a broader demographic of people where and you when you advertise to a broader demographic of people, right? You might have people along this entire wave who some of them have no idea about right. Apple. Some are really in tune with Apple. And so you kind of have this spectrum of Okay, maybe half of them have no idea and don't care about the specs. So if we don't even talk about them, let's focus on what the experience would be like for all these different people behind our products. And I think that's how you get more people buying into it. It's not just like, oh, we got the 14 megapixel this. You kind of throw all that fancy jargon there and you turn off to some people. They're like, oh, I don't want to hear this. I just want to know, like, can it take good pictures of me and my family? And that's what will make me buy it, you know? And you're so right. I feel like Android on the other end, like, does focus in the, let's on shit the on specs, them. dude. Yeah. The camera, dude. They yeah. love that camera. They well, really like, they, they really tell you about the camera. But they always talk about like, it's got this many megapixels, it's got this much RAM, and it's all about the specs. And that appeals to a certain demographic, a smaller demographic yeah. that likes green messages. But <laughs> Apple is like, this is how it feels to use this. And this is how you'll feel when you're using it. And it's all about the like the feeling and the lifestyle around it. It's similar to like how we talk about Nike's never telling you like, oh, the technology and the shoes can make you run faster, jump higher, whatever. They're just like... Look how cool you'll feel when you're wearing these shoes. And you'll look be, at these cool you'll be a champion. You could be like Mike. You could be like, be like Mike. Mike. And look at the people that are wearing them, dude. Yeah. You have, you know, like Giannis, Zion. Dude, you could be holding gun and IG Live where the John Morant's, dude. <laughs> dude, do you know the John Morant shoe? John Morant's shoe is the highest, still the highest selling Nike shoe. Not even close. Selling. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, his, so his, that, shoe, his not... shoe sells. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he's a superstar, man. People don't care. I didn't know there was a highest selling one. Uh, yeah. You're positive on that? I'm not positive shocking. on that. I'm not positive on that. Look it up, though. But Keon, I did hear. I heard it on a that, podcast. Get that going in the Can corner. You look that up, Keon? So I heard again? it on the Bill Simmons podcast. Yeah, so. is, is, is John Moran's shoes the highest? Nike, of the Nikes. Of the Nikes, okay. It might be of the four basketball back like nba player back shoes so like, bron kyrie no, i think kyrie, it's bron. Well, right now it's, it's like, gotta, I dude i feel like kobe's got to be number one still no no but current like current, I, don't, current I don't think NBA, they're selling kobe's selling, like that they're not, anymore they're not selling, really? the, kobe's are only like secondary market the demand oh. is like people want, want them, them but they're yeah. like 700 oh. bucks on uh on yeah on goat and StockX and whatnot okay. there's a oh no jesus Christ. you can make it you can have a made I mean, up this stat. says this says what is the most sold nba shoe number one nike kobe Kobe six. That was back in the yeah. day, though. I mean, it says twenty twenty-three. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the the players right now, dude. Okay, you know anyways, what? I'll let you have the stat. Just yeah. no, just cut the stat, dude. I don't want to be lying. Leave it dude. in. Um. Anyways, all right, we gotta lay on the big plane. Now, yeah. Boys. Next one we got is okay. Next up is seamless integration and ecosystem, and I think this is something that. I don't know of any other company that does this. The fact that you can pick up your phone and be texting and then open up your laptop, continue to text, and just all the other ways that like the ecosystem is is incorporated. Um, uh, oh my God. I remember- No, 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 wait, wait, wait. What oh. is the fucking thing? Airdrop. Oh, yeah. It's funny that you say that because I remember when you had this whole epiphany, Kosas was bubble texting me. He's like, I'm gonna get in a PC, dude. Yeah. He's like, I'm sick of I like editing on a Mac. Stupidest shit he's yeah. ever seen. So he's, he's getting a PC and he built, uh, did you build it? Yeah, I had like, a custom built like $8,000 PC. I was like, it's game over. And, and and I'm sure that thing cut fast. I never use it, but he's like, dude, it can't airdrop. He's like, yeah. how do I get the videos from my computer to my phone? No, seriously. And he couldn't figure it out and he had to sell it. Couldn't use it. Seriously. And what I didn't put into um, perspective was anytime you get an Apple product, it's great, but the screen's also phenomenal. Phenomenal. If you build a PC, then you gotta also spend right. like four thousand dollars on a sick monitor to be the equivalent of what an Apple product comes with. And I'm like, okay, well now I'm not even saving money. Yeah, dude. And then he got the M1, copied his good friend Fig. No, I actually got the M2. Oh, you did. Is that yeah. even out? Yeah. That's dude. the that's the second one. The this first is, one got stolen. Uh, yeah. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit. Digging <Anyways>. deep, bro. <laughs> Dude, no, uh, okay, and uh, uh, along the seamless, you think the guy that stole his backpack was like, Fuck, it's Sony? <laughs> He's a canon guy. I was gonna have good color science after dude, this. Come dude. on, man. You can you can use all of these different things though that Apple's doing on a really small scale with your creator business, right? If all those touch points, like I already said, should be you know seamless and along the same line, but also there's other tools they're called um, CRMs, can, uh, customer relationship managers, right? And so, what you can do with CRMs is like if, if they emailed you, it'll automatically trigger, oh, this is the response that goes right back to them. Right. You could introduce them into a funnel where, okay, on day three, we hit them with this. They just they just got onboarded. This is the onboarding video. And so you're kind of sending out all these these feelers and new touch points for your customer or for someone that's buying from you. And now they get an idea of like, oh, okay, there's, there's a really great user video about how we should integrate with the product. Or there's a really great thing here where this is how we're gonna upload all the content for them. This is how we give feedback. And so now you you have this thing from the outside to this other brand that they know nothing about you and you haven't even had to spend any extra time because you got all these great resources for this new com new this new customer that's coming into your business because they're now you're now shaking hands you're joining teams and saying hey we're gonna work together so I want this to all feel and look really high quality because you're paying us a lot of money and we want to help you see the vision all the way through and the AI that you can do with 
that kind of stuff now oh. like you can literally automate it right. automate as everything. soon as you hop off a discovery call like it'll send an email right thank like, you for your time like all this stuff you can it's, automate it but it's it's seamless integration and ecosystem and i i think the nice <laughs> he's just, he just a pilot he's a pilot today Wait, can i say something about that tell us that? dude tell us all right so coach is talking about ecosystem right yeah and i think it's funny when people talk about like oh i don't want apple stealing my data Right. I don't, I'm like, bro, what, are they, even, it, what are they going to use my data for? Right. I'm like, take it all, make my right. life easier. Right. I want to log into fucking Hulu on the TV with my face on my phone, right. which I do. And I'm like, that's right. amazing. I but this girl I know is a, Can you send me your Hulu account? Yeah. I'm actually looking yeah. for one This right girl I know is a stand up. She's like, people are worried about like the government, like taking from TikTok. And she's like, they already have it from when I downloaded a meme app to make fun of my sister in 2014, dude. Like, we Facts. don't, and it's so true. They already have our we data. We gave Russia dude. all our faces. Right. The face swap oh, thing. Oh, dude, face uh, swap. We gave dude. it all. We gave them all our faces. It's great. It's perfect. Anyways. Perfect thing. No, yeah, we got to stop doing stuff like that. Last one that we got on the, on the agenda day, we got storytelling within ads and marketing. Now, Chase, talk to me a little bit about what they do well within their marketing and within their storytelling. I mean, I think it's interesting that even in like film school and when you were in ad school, like we all saw the first I think it's the Macintosh commercial that came out in like 1984 we all I mean I've seen that commercial a hundred times people are always referencing it and that's just the start of their advertising for their products which is crazy and it's about like how people are like become slaves to like technology or whatever, but they're going to make it differently. And it's going to be this whole thing. And like Andy Warhol directs it, which is fucking so cool that they claimed, you know, like pop artist, pop culture artist, painter guy. Um, and so they've always had that notion of like storytelling or like personality or brand weaving in everything that they put out. And I feel like that's just how they have like accumulated, accumulated like social well-being and like brand fucking power. I'm sure they wouldn't sell anything if they just put on a board and said, this is the phone. No, this nothing. is how much. No, you know, maybe now. Yeah, maybe, but, maybe yeah. now, but not at the beginning <laughs> no, when you're trying to revolutionize a, com a whole industry and get people behind the product. You know, and this makes me think about how last episode we talked all about storytelling, but leaning into what makes you unique and like building out your brand identity as a person beyond your art, like have a reason for why people want to come to your page and watch your content or hire you to make them content. You got to think too about like your personal story, right? Because yeah, we're all so unique. We all have a different perspective. We all grew up in different places, different backgrounds. Like that's what that's what makes you unique, you know. And I think by like we had a guy earlier in in season one, Skyler on the pod, and he was talking about how when he came out to LA, he was homeless, and right, like he said in, in the beginning though, he didn't share that story. Right. And so once he started to share that story, other people started to resonate with it, and they're like, "Wow, dude, you're a really hard worker. Like you really want this. So like, okay, I'll give you a chance. Like, right. Let me hire you to do set." thing and and then he started to trickle and get more work and it's grown his brand and i think for the first um you know handful of years when i was making stuff i wasn't doing anything about me it was kind of like a, a yeah. fake persona that i had made up of like this is going to be the youtube person mm -hmm. um and it was so hard to stay consistent with it because you're literally acting you're playing a part of someone right. that you're not right um and so I think it's really important to lean in. Sorry, the vision pros just fell on me. It's really important to lean in to everything that you're about and like your background, where you came from, your ethnicity, like all that stuff, you know? Yeah. And Apple did all that seamlessly. And I think that you should all try to, too. You guys all just need to take a little note out of the Apple field book. And this is episode 65 of the 505 podcast. Make sure to drop a like, hit that subscribe button. We'll see you guys all next week. Peace. Bye. Later.